0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Russ Menelastis. I'm a board-certified sports physical therapist and strength coach who focuses on the golf athlete. This podcast is dedicated towards helping you stay healthy so you can stay on the golf course and not in the clubhouse. Are you someone who's currently dealing with an injury from golf? Are you struggling to hit the ball further and more consistently? Well, on this podcast, we cover all things golf, from fitness, performance, injury recovery, and everything else in between. Our goal is to help you play your best golf yet without limitations. If you want to work directly with us, we are currently running a special on our pain-free golf performance programs. Use the word podcast when inquiring about how we can help. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the pain-free golf performance podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Russ. Today, we're going to do another quick hitter, and today we're discussing the idea of less is more. And I think for the, the, the avid golfer, I think it's an important concept to understand, especially as things kind of warm up here on the East Coast. You know, being able to understand what you should be doing and uh, being intentional with it and making sure you're not overdoing it when the golf season starts. I think that becomes crucial to have a long season and a long season that's uh, relatively pain free. So uh, the first kind of quick hitter that I'm going to talk about with regards to less is more is less volume. Uh, when we talk about, you know, hitting range balls and, you know, practice rounds and all these different things, I think a lot of golfers, they, they have a tendency to do too much too soon. If you're, you know, a range rat and haven't really done anything in the off season, all of a sudden when the weather gets warmer and you start kind of banging away, you know, 75 to 100 balls or maybe more than that per round or, or per session and then, you know, multiple times per week, usually we, we have the idea of, you know, this concept of what we call stress tolerance. And so ultimately what we tell a lot of our golfers is our, if the stress that you're applying to the body exceeds what your body is able to handle, usually that's when something starts to talk to you either at the the end of the day or the next day. And so whether that's your low back, whether that's your hips or your shoulders, regardless of what's talking to you, usually that's an indication that your your body isn't ready for the the stress that you're applying to it. And the volume might might need to be reduced early on to allow your body to acclimate to the, the rigors of the swing. And so, you know, and let's think about this realistically you know, how many balls are you actually hitting per round of 18 holes, right? Let's say there's anywhere between four to five par fives, maybe eight to 10 par fours, maybe a couple of par threes, you know, how many actual um, driver shots and, and long irons and woods are you actually hitting per round? Let's say if you're a bogey golfer or, or anything like that. And so, you know, when you put that in perspective, you're not hitting 200 drivers uh, off the tee here. Maybe you're hitting a, maybe a handful, maybe a dozen, tops. Right. And so I think it's important to understand that while you're trying to get your body kind of in the swing of of, of golf, making sure that you're not just doing so by, you know, creating more irritation and creating more discomfort, especially if you haven't done anything in the off season. I think that's a recipe for disaster. Right. So understand that, like, you know, I understand the idea of trying to kind of build up some um, some some stress to the body so it can handle it, and I totally get that. But I think early on, as the season gets rolling, you know, if your rain sessions have anywhere between 100, if you're hitting anywhere between 100 150 balls per rain session, I would significantly drop that volume down to like 50 to 60, right? And then maybe have uh, maybe if you're going to go higher than that, have the majority of those not, the rest of those balls be kind of chips approach shots you know, some smaller things that are less stressed on the body so that it can handle that over time. So you're not just kind of creating more stress and potentially more discomfort uh, long-term. And ultimately it's going to limit the amount of time that you're spending on the golf course, which is what it's all about. So uh, second is uh, the idea of less is more is this, the idea of swing thoughts. I think a lot of times we have a tendency to overanalyze our golf swing. We have a tendency to overthink what we're, what we're doing. And once we are stand over the ball and starting to get set up, we're starting to think way too many things that can um, leave you kind of you know, paralyzed by the, the thoughts that you have in your head before you even start swinging, right? So idea, uh, the idea of less is more with regards to swing thoughts, hey, maybe you have one or two things that you really kind of focus on, whether it's you know, you know, loading into that trail hip or trying to clear the front side hip when you kind of go on your downswing. Having one or two swing thoughts is probably the most that uh, you know, most coaches and people would recommend because if you have anything more than that, then you're just overcomplicating the idea of of trying to swing. And ultimately that's going to, you know, you know, sap your ability to kind of have this free flowing swing that you're trying to kind of work so hard to kind of obtain. So less is more with regards to less volume on the, on the driving range or just in terms of how many balls you're hitting. But number two, the amount of swing thoughts that you have with regards to approaching the ball and standing over the ball, like you don't want to be thinking eight to 10 things just to kind of be able to kind of make contact with the ball. One or two things, Grip it and rip it and see what happens. And then from there, try and kind of work on those things to kind of refine what you're doing with regards to your approach. Um, and then lastly, I think the, the, the thing that we see most with a lot of recreational golfers or even avid golfers is just less randomized actions. Right. I definitely think that, um, you know, a lot of golfers when they're when they're dealing with aches or pains, they start to kind of look at Instagram or YouTube and and try and kind of piecemeal together a fitness program to work on power, and work on generating speed when they don't really have the baseline to do that. And so um, I'd say for those people that do that, find a coach, find a strength coach, find a medical provider that understands the golf swing so that they can work with you to kind of develop a plan that's specific to you. You know, you could think that you, hey, listen, you're struggling with maybe low back pain. So you want to strengthen up your low back or strengthen up your core, but maybe it's not coming from there. Maybe it's your lack of hip mobility, which is why your low back is starting to give you trouble. And so if you're not getting assessed for that, then, you know, the, the random idea of just kind of putting a a random program together, isn't probably going to yield the the fruitful kind of uh, outcome that you're looking for. Um, And then lastly too, just piecemealing your own swing. You know, I think a lot of golfers, they have a tendency to go to YouTube and say, listen, I'm slicing the ball like crazy. What can I do to fix my slice? And then all of a sudden, you've got five or six different coaches that are telling you all sorts of different things to fix that. And then really nothing's getting addressed. And so again, uh, to those kind of golfers, to those kind of uh, athletes that say, find a coach, find a swing coach who understands what your body can and can't do. And then what you're currently struggling with and what your swing faults potentially look like so that they can come up with a program that's specific to you instead of you trying to figure out and, and uh, come together with a plan that might not yield the plan, uh, the outcome that you're looking for. Right? So, I think these these quick hitters are important because ultimately, if you want a very, very successful season of golf and everyone's uh, definition of success is different, I think the important part is getting out of the gate, understanding that, one, you don't want to go out there and start banging balls like crazy, especially if you haven't done anything in the offseason. Number two, uh, don't overcomplicate things when you're standing over the ball, right? Think about one or two things that you want to kind of really kind of focus on and then just swing. And then based on what that looks like after that and try to kind of figure out how you can refine that process, And then lastly, less randomized actions, right? Like if you want a fitness program, find someone who understands golf that can kind of create that for you. Um, If you want to swing, uh, fix your swing, find a coach who understands your your golf swing and what you're doing and what your tendencies are so that they can kind of address that and identify those, those limitations so that they can kind of work with you and come up with a plan, right? I think what I'm trying to get at is just trying to find some structure. Right. Finding a framework with regards to practice, finding a framework with regards to your your mental aspects of it and finding a framework with regards to your training and your coaching becomes crucial to have a successful season. Um, I think if we're just randomly kind of doing things and ultimately we have such high expectations, but yet we haven't put in the time and effort to kind of really kind of put ourselves in the best position to be successful, then uh, ultimately you you maybe have a lot less to be desired with regards to the golf season. So, you know, again, I think the, the idea of less is more is key, especially as you kind of, you know, you know, as the golf season gets rolled, rolling around there. So um, if you have any questions, let me know. I think it's important to kind of set an expectation for yourself, but also set a framework and a structure on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis to kind of work on either practice or, you know, just kind of think about how best to kind of put yourself in the best position to be successful for the golf season. So um, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to kind of hear your feedback on this. I think it's uh, an important topic, with, especially with regards to volume. I think too many times golfers just they, they swing aimlessly just for the fact that they, they want to kind of put in work, but the work might not be um, the, the, the work that they should be doing. And ultimately, it could be costing them uh, potentially time on the course because they're hurt. And that's not what we want. So if you have any questions, uh, drop a comment, leave us a note. Uh, Feel free to reach out and we'll catch you next time on the next episode of the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. Hey, thanks so much again for listening to this week's episode of the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the content of the show, we would love it if you left a review to be able to help us expand our ability to provide you with the golf information you are seeking. If you're listening to the show and are dealing with aches, pains, or issues from golf that haven't fully resolved, then let us know how we can help. Whether you're local or not, you can work with us through our pain-free golf performance program, which can be tailored to someone who's virtual or someone who's in person. This program is customized fully to you and your goals of playing your best golf yet. We assess how well you move to give us a baseline of what you can do, and then based on that assessment, come up with a training program best suited for your needs. We are offering a special podcast promotion, which gives you access to this program at a reduced rate. You can inquire by going to manaperformancetherapy.com forward slash golf and use the promo code podcast when inquiring so we can help you feel better and play better golf. Be sure to tune into next week's episode.